Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity in your life, learning the history of hobbies, as well as making a little side hustle out of your hobbies. If you want to find balance in your life and find peace, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. I hope you all are doing well. So today's episode is going to be about online gaming and uh, just its history, how um, you can get into it and uh, even make some money from it. So in one of my earlier episodes, I talked a bit about uh, just video games in general. I did get into some of the online games as well. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it it was one of my highly uh, most high rated episodes. I think I got uh, close to 40 downloads. Uh, and I know that's like nothing compared to the Joe Rogans or the... Pat Flynn's of the world, but it's a start for me, and uh, I want to keep this going as well. All right, so um, online gaming, where did it begin? Um, So the Apple Pippin was actually the first uh, video game console to go online. Uh, It it did not do well. I don't even think it sold 100,000 units, to be honest with you, uh, it was it was very poor in what it did. Now, when the Sega Dreamcast uh, came on the scene, it was the hot new thing. Only th- problem with it was that it lasted two years, from 1999 to 2001. If the Xbox didn't jump into the market, I think that Sega would have been able to hold out at least and and at least uh, try and uh, get something to go, but that's neither here or there. Uh, the first, it, the Sega Dreamcast had a 56K modem, and even though it was dial-up at the time, uh, it you were still able to play uh, video games online, such as NFL 2K and Fantasy Star Online, and and it's praised. Um, you can actually still play Fantasy Star uh, through an actual Dreamcast, and and create and go to a uh, private um, gaming room or just a private group through the Dreamcast and uh, just play play like it's 1999. I'm I'm serious. I'm not even making that up. That actually does exist, and. I think you can still find people who play the original NFL 2K off of there as well. And yeah, so yeah. So a little bit about my experiences. Um, I actually didn't have um, online gaming until I was about uh, 12 or 13. And that was with the Wii. And that was kind of like uh, my bar mitzvah present. And... What and when I was able to go online and play Madden for the first time against some random stranger 
either in the country or somewhere in the world, but probably in the country, um, it was a great thing. Now, I couldn't talk online uh, like the Xbox or something like that, uh, but it was still fun to play something that wasn't against the computer. Yeah. All right, so let's get into more of the histories. Uh, so you know that it is that we have had online gaming, and it's not just more um, of the hardcore gamers, but you have to take and consider online gambling. So I have this um, article from thriveglobal.com, and uh, here's what it says. Online gaming. Online gaming means playing video games. Okay, that's not... Okay, history of online gaming. So uh, they actually date this back from the 1940s to the 1960s. Uh, Many games were developed and gained popularity among a lot of people. Computers have always been showing a desire for networking. Games were played on computer devices. But the period of 1960 to 1990 turned a new page in the history of video games. Time sharing and host-based network proved to be the core elements in the foundation of the internet. (coughs) Excuse me. Many games were designed and developed to promote online involvement. Online availability of the games is a lot cheaper and provides a variety for people to enjoy games according to their tastes. Thus, the culture of online gaming flourished around the world over the past years. So, um, yeah, so we, yeah, so we don't even think about the 40s or the 60s in terms of video gaming. I mean, the concept of the, of an internet or a network for communication, a digital network for communication, was definitely foreign to people during the time of World War II. That was just insane. Um, now you had radio, you had um, telegrams still, and you had the phone, but nothing like what we had today. And and even in the 70s and 80s, you know, it was in early 80s, it was still very foreign to most people. And... Even up until the point before I was born, uh, or like a couple years before I was born, you know, they thought it wasn't going to go anywhere, but they were proven wrong. Now, uh, when we were able to um, go online, uh, it definitely did change uh, the world, and and it expanded the uh, video game industry. And we were also able to have tournaments as well. Now, um, back to thriveglobal.com. So, advancement of online gaming today. So, here's what they say. Online gaming has progressed rapidly in the past century. Technology has a great impact on every industry. It has influenced the online gaming industry as well. Technological advancement has played a key role in changing the meaning of online gaming for us. The world of gaming is an escape for the players from the actual world. 
Some scientific researchers suggest that playing video games can make the mind of the player sharper and can improve coordination between different systems of the body. There are some technological advancements of the gaming world that have believed to be the game changer, which are mentioned below. Facial control, voice controlling feature, gesture sensor, graphical advancement, and virtual reality. Okay, so, yeah. All right, I'm not going to get into that, uh, but... What I'm at, what I am gonna get into is uh, just you know where have we been going so far? Now, uh, just to touch on virtual reality, you definitely do see um, the advancement of that, and we are def even though it's still in its infancy, we're definitely gonna find a way to uh, play like Madden through VR and play it online or FIFA online but i i don't know how we're gonna do it but i that's my prediction we're it's gonna happen okay let's get into the reads for today so ladies and gentlemen if you like what you're hearing uh please rate this show on itunes spotify wherever you may be listening to this uh five stars if you think it's worth it uh please consider donating to the show and um, and, uh, just share this with some of your friends as well. Uh, more people that listen to this, the more, uh, I can, uh, reach out to new people and, and just, you know, let them know what I'm doing here and ultimately, uh, just build the community for peace and prosperity, which is the ultimate goal. All right. And, uh, now we can talk about Skillshare. Uh, so if you want to um, build yourself up as best you can, uh, Skillshare.com is one of the cheapest ways you can do that. For 10 bucks a month, you can learn how drones work. You can learn what I'm doing here with podcasting and audiobooks. You can learn how to code. Uh, you can even learn stuff like guitar lessons and piano lessons and chess lessons, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, yeah, whatever you want, they got it at Skillshare.com. So sign up now. Uh, I will leave a link in the show notes where you can go sign up. So you get your first two months free and don't worry about, uh, you know, cancellation. So you can cancel at any time. And uh, if you cancel before the two... If you cancel before the two months, uh, yeah, you don't pay anything at all. Uh, so, yeah, got that. And, uh, yeah, um, just, and also do your best as well um, when you uh, take these courses. And, and yeah, I guess that's it for Skillshare.com. All right, uh, let's get back to it. So... Right now, okay, so in 2015, the online gaming industry reached $91.5 billion. So today, that's probably closer to over uh, like $110 billion. And that's just the online gaming, by the way. That's not the console games. That's not the um, classic downloadable games. It's just 
you know, who's competing against who in Minecraft or Fortnite or those games. Yeah, over $100 billion uh, today of what it of what it probably is. That is insane. And you should definitely, and yeah, you can make some money with this. Um, I talked about this before with uh, Twitch.com, and you can definitely go sign up and make yourself an account there. But also, hold your, hold a, hold a tournament or something. Um, you could definitely um, just have people put uh, f- put up like five dollars and five ten bucks and just have a mini tournament as well, and you can win some money that way or you can or raise it for charity or something and um yeah there's definitely ways you can um uh make some money just streaming and just put that on youtube twitch whatever and and share and if you share that with as many people as you can and just show off your highlights i mean you're you're bound to get something even putting it on instagram is interesting. You you don't know how many people I've come across that have like posted something about Minecraft and uh, just like pulled off an amazing move or just survived a bunch of creepers or something. Now going back to two thousand one, two thousand two, um, that era, um, high speed internet be- was becoming more of a thing, but there were definitely still people who had the dial up and uh that hardwired connection so it was still new as well um there was definitely that lag time with um online gaming but it was um definitely something uh that everyone could experience um when the xbox uh had halo um and uh you were able to talk to your friends online through the headset you know it was the most revolutionary thing. The Sega Dreamcast didn't have a way to communicate uh, that technology. Uh, that you know, they, they didn't have a way to communicate uh, through person to person. Now you also began to see this on the PC as well, and and you were able to um, communicate through there. Uh, I think. Back um, at the later part of the decade, as well. Um, today, you, we don't even think about these things. They're just like second nature to us, almost. Uh, if you're in the gaming world now, um, Mr. Beast um, definitely does a lot of these uh, gaming challenges with Minecraft or with Fortnite or something, and you have to beat a certain level or tournament or something. And you can win cash. Um, most people don't have that type of money, but he does. And there are definitely going to be ways um, where you can just enter something uh, and just make it almost like passive income. Or you, or actually, you what you could do is, uh, you know, like I said earlier, um, upload it to YouTube as well and show off your highlights. But um, in terms of actually like a skills competition, for example, you're going to see more of those in the future as well. All right. So let's talk a little bit about portable gaming. 
All right, so um, I'm with thriveglobal.com. I have the article again. So now what they say here, the portability of the games is a convenient tool. One can continue playing the game in the mobile devices while traveling or moving, an easy option to avoid er interruptions in your fun time. These technological advancements have changed the way we look at online gaming. All these features have marked as a turnover in the history of online gaming. Awestruck by these advancements, people are still away are are still a way to are still a way to get surprised by what's more to come in the future of online gaming. Um, okay, so there are definitely more advancements. Um, so, so yeah, back in the late um, 2000s, you were still, you had the Nintendo DS and the PSP, and you could play both of them, and you could play against some random person online and uh, kick butt. Yeah, you, you could kick... Um, yeah, you could play like Mario Kart DS and just compete against someone from across the world in in a device that could f- fit into your pocket. No one would have believed you back in the, you know, even back 10 years before that because, you know, the Dreamcast wasn't even out then, but it still um, is definitely something you should, um, be grateful for if you're in the video gaming community. Um, now today we have the Switch, and that's a home console and a portable console because you can play on both, and that's pretty unique as well. Um, the Wii U tried to do something with that as well, like Othello or something, but it did. It didn't exactly land the way it was supposed to. Hmm. Now. It definitely seems to me that we're going to be moving in that Nintendo Switch direction, uh, not necessarily with VR, but we are definitely going to go more portable because as less people buy televisions uh, and just have either a laptop and their cell phone, you know, there's not going to be that incentive structure. Also, um, in just a brief side note, TV uh, itself, cable itself is going down because there's almost no reason to, you know, buy cable, waste the money when you can save on sports packages for what you want or something and not pay about a hundred, two hundred dollars a month for cable. Makes no sense when you can pay like fourteen ninety five or something. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, um, worth, uh, going and, uh, going portable. And I think it was like $250 for the Nintendo Switch, but, and that's another thing. Think about it. You're going to be paying, um, $250 or maybe $300 for the console. Uh, that's three months at least of cable. And even still, you can pay for the games, uh, as well. And I think there's also some downloadable content for like 10 bucks as well, and you can even still, 
download some new games, and I'm specifically talking about new releases um, as well that are just exclusive to the Switch. Now, even though the Nintendo Switch uses physical cartridges uh, similar to SD cards, you know, they still have that online store, and and I mean, it's still reasonable what you can get for your money uh, over there. You got um, the classics like Donkey Kong, the original Mario Brothers, and just download stuff off the game store, and... There are definitely uh, ways you can compete against uh, other people. I think you there's some they got something with um, the online Mario Kart, uh, like two Mario Karts they have, and and it's definitely fun to have. All right, um, so we've covered um, the payment. We covered a little bit about history. Um, all right, so remember, when you do um, play your games, when you do have fun, I mean, take it all within balance. Don't overdo it, and if you do decide to go pro, uh, I wish you the best of luck as well, and and I think you're going to um, just you know have fun when you can balance that together with work and play and even if you want to make this your full-time job. I mean, there are definitely ways to do that, uh, but you'd have to be willing to uh, put the money up front and uh, and even take a loss. But I say, uh, if you want to live a nomadic life and travel the world, you can definitely do that, especially today with um, video game consoles such as the Nintendo Switch. I mean, 21 years ago, that wasn't possible. The turn of the century, that wasn't possible. People were still... Like, put put this into perspective right now. You had people using VHS tapes as the main uh, movie format. Uh, CDs were the popular music format. Um... The PlayStation 2 just came out, and you had, I think, hmm. oh, and the Yankees won their won the World Series uh, with Roger Clemens, and you had the Subway Series there, which hasn't happened since. Um, Brady was still in college. Tom Brady was still in college. And people still had uh, no flat screens. Most people had no flat screen televisions. They were all uh, rounded in big, large boxes. Okay, before I let you go, um, please be sure to sign up for my email list. I am coming out with the audiobook mastery course, and uh, it's going to be out. Uh, I think you're going to be able to purchase it in by March 31st or April, I'll still, I know, I know it's, uh, I've delayed this long enough and I am like hustling down the line trying to get this thing done, but I think it's going to be done just before April. So go sign up for the email, uh, uh, for my email list 
if you want to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to price this at $250 and I am going to uh, put out some ads as well, but it would certainly uh, behoove you if you want to uh, create an audiobook and put it on audible.com or audiobooks.com. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, walk you through uh, the guides with that. And I am almost done. A few more videos. And also, um, I'm going to uh, put out my audiobook, Tetris, uh, the game that changed the world um, is well, or my Tetris book as well, and and it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. You're gonna want to be a part of it. So I'll let you know um, everything that's going on. I'll give you updates with my Gmail. I, I'm sorry, with my email list. Uh, you're gonna get uh, morning mail through there, and uh, it's gonna be worth it. So. Yeah, so sign up now. Um, also, uh, like this podcast, subscribe to it, five stars. Uh, please consider donating. There's a donation link to my Square account. And uh, until the next episode, uh, stay safe, stay great, and I'll talk to you then.